So Karis and Fawn, like what sh- what do you think we should call our fans of flapping and fawning? Have we started? Did we start? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we just jumped right in. No lube, nothing. Dueling fan groups of yours too. Right? Uh, well, I mean, That's we could not do the that. Name. I'm making sure I understand the description. Well, uh, well, it could be that. Like the people who are flap fans or fawn fans or like fans of the podcast in general. Ah, okay. I don't know. I, th- I thought about calling mine um, something to do with like pancakes, but it just seems a little too on the nose. Too on the nose. Maybe we need something a little more mysterious. Hmm. Mm. I'm feeling something with F and F. I think we should call them fist fuckers. Ooh. Oh my God. Fist fuckers. <laughs> I won't be a part of that club. <laughs> no, just, just double F's for fuckers. Sup fuckers. Let's do a pod. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. Come on, lick mommy's feet. Get them all wet. Flapjack. If you have an annuity and you need cash now, <laughs> fun. Good morning. I missed my PTO for this. My name is Karis. <laughs> PTO meeting, excuse me. <laughs> Hello, Karis. Thank you so much for joining us on the pod today. Thank you for having me. Uh, anytime. Can we, you just start by telling our listeners your pronouns and a little bit about your drag? We're going to interview you on, you on it later, but just so they know who you are. If sure. Heard before. So I'm comfortable with any pronoun. Um, she, he, they, anything is comfortable with me if it's comfortable with you. And um, I love all types of drag. I lean a little bit more towards female impersonation. Mm. But I love any type of drag as long as it's glamorous. And I just have to say, I appreciate that you got up at, at 3 a.m. this morning to show up and do drag. Well, like, you're a had, true professional. I had to wax my anus. Yeah. You know, then I had to that's wax my start. armpits. We do it. Yes, that's where you start. I had to do it by um, prioritizing. So I finally just finished and made it here. Ugh. We're running a little late because I had to powder my breasts, but I apologize. <laughs> I love getting to finish. Good prep. <laughs> Okay, y'all, I have huge news to share. I started prep this week. That's exciting. I know. Discovery or Truvada? Uh, I don't know. I, I got it from Mr. I was about to okay. say, Mr. is great. They for the, We really need to try to get sponsored by them. But We should try to get sponsored by anyone. Um, <laughs> regardless of whether we're sponsored, which we're not, by sponsored by Mr., they're great because they will deliver free prep to your door. And Mr. is Sasha Colby is the rep, correct? Isn't she's the rep on Instagram for them? I, I think be. she's one. They, they they have several. Or, yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, I, I mean, the they most were, important. Right. They you were, know, they were on Drag Race, and I mean, I see them on my Insta all the time. Yeah. I mean, because my Explore page is nothing but like naked men and drag queens now. Yeah, same. When I was um, single and a whore, I was using Mister <laughs> for my prep. Wow. But. Well, as a married non-binary person and also a whore, I am now using prep. <laughs> Very proud. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Come I, just, on, prep. I know I felt like it was so necessary. Like I hadn't been, I hadn't like been doing my due diligence to be like tested in a while. And I was like, you know what? I am out here. I'm like in front of all these people and I'm advocating for this stuff. So I need to make sure I'm ha- have the ass to back it up too. You yeah, know, I think that's wonderful. And they send you all the testing stuff right to your door. 
It's oh, so yeah. convenient. Was it free? Did you have to enter your insurance information? I had to enter my insurance information and do like, I didn't pay anything. Okay. I, but like, um, I went somewhere cause I see, I don't, I'm, I don't trust myself with medical things. Yeah. Like when I was a tour guide in college, I once had to give people a tour of like the nursing building and I nearly passed out cause it was just like gore like blood and mannequins and stuff i hate that yeah so i will never be a dragula girl for sure um but yeah so i went somewhere and they like drew a little blood i didn't look at the needle it's scary uh but then i'm negative for everything so my hole is the goal Ooh, perfect we love a clean (laughs) hole well what have y'all been up to this week um what have i been up to i've been sewing this I just week, made a new bodysuit. We hosted bingo together. We did Flap host wasn't bingo feeling together. Well. Yeah. I don't know what time is anymore. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's gotten yeah, crazy. Karis and I hosted bingo in Flap Stay. It was yeah. a wonderful time. That was my first experience in a brewery. So I came ready to turn up and there was no option but beer. So <laughs> I turned up and felt like a bag of shit the next day with that one beer. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of thankful for it. It's made me branch out. I relive my fraternity days, yeah, you know. That's fair. Um, but I don't I love sours. Like, do you not like any beer at all? I don't I don't guess so. Was oh pink lemonade God. a sour? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But it's not nope. like it, it's not like a super sour sour. You know? Yeah, like there's ones that are like tart. Yeah, they sometimes have some that taste even less like beer, some of the sours, which are I prefer a sour. Mm. I would taste anything, but it bubbles my tummy. I love a saison. Like I think my first beer that I don't I, know what it's was like. She on Drag Race. <laughs> what, what season was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's on the Forgotten season. No, she. They have one at Avondale that's really good. Now that they're not canceled anymore. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> canceled by some, loved by others. Uh, right. Uh, but it's like a really light. But it still tastes like beer. But it's not like heavy. You know. That would be helpful. And thank you so much for filling in for me. I hate that I was feeling sick. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea where that came from. I think I just shared a drink with someone with one too many people. I was happy to. She put a dollar bill in her mouth. I again. love to host I, an event. Yeah. Well, thank God you were on prep. <laughs> well, I started the day after. Oh so. no, <laughs> that was what scared me. It gave me the conviction of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was the Lord that kept you home. That's why I. Pre- no, that's why I agreed. Oh yeah, I was actually at church. Yeah, well, we do what we have to do to get through these days. Well, aside from bingo, what have you been up to this week, Karis? Um, I've just been working. I usually go home and get home by about five and mentally unload and go to sleep by eight. I'm really lame. So mm. that bingo was turn up party and yeah. I'm at nine forty five and legit had to recover. <laughs> so if I ever cancel you on you during the week, just know it's like a disability. Uh, no, I understand. <laughs> and that is valid. I'm an old person. <laughs> so I do daytime events. I love it. You know, yeah. I I mean I feel totally the same. I did not my not name myself after brunch food to do 1 a.m. shows. For sure. You know? Yes. It was a branding choice that still hasn't quite worked out in my favor. But maybe one day it will. One day. One. We're, in, we're branching out. <laughs> we'll have more brunches. We're branching Meanwhile, out. Meanwhile, I'm named after something that you can find at 4 a.m. on the side of the road. But I am nowhere near awake or booked at that time. <laughs> Yeah, I um okay, we can cut this out if we aren't allowed to talk about it, but I am very excited for a special surprise that's coming later today. Oh yeah. Oh, me too. I had to I was like at oh, this point it will already have right been um 
the occur. surprise will be over. Yeah. Yes. So By the time my partner's birthday is next Thursday, the day of the roast and peace angel face. Buy your tickets if you haven't gotten Happy them. Happy yes. birthday, Mark. <laughs> but at the day of recording, we are planning Mark's surprise party for tonight. And it's White Lotus themed, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I know about White Lotus. <laughs> so like, I'm wearing my like banana shirt and... I've like already told Mark to wear their banana shirt. What about a banana hammock? Ooh. That's on underneath. Perfect. Thank God. Um, but yeah, it's white lotus theme. I've got this like it's gonna be like this either lotus or Hawaiian floral cake with blood splatter on it. Oh my god. You really went all out. Yeah. This is crazy. See, this is when you find out your real friends. I was just talking before we started about whether I was coming in drag, Mark. And Fawn tells me later in the podcast on accident, there's a theme. <laughs> there's a theme. Yeah, we got to run to You Joanne. were going to let me wear my burlap gown I have in mind, <laughs> and there's a white lotus theme. Well, well, I'm going to have to redress. Yeah, how, how official is this you white got lotus the, theme? You got the Facebook invite. And it's it's on the Facebook event. As I can't a best help friend if of mine, how often do I pay attention to things? <laughs> Have you ever seen me read aloud? Fair. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I ever saw you read aloud was at Bingo this week. (laughs) Oh, and yeah, how did that go? How was it with the numbers? It's it's harder than it looks, right? I wore really long nails to be professional, and that was my downfall. <laughs> a mistake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Balls and nails. I didn't know that from my personal life somehow, but balls and nails are right. not a pair. I mean, <laughs> after the club, you would think you'd have that experience, but yeah, no. Bananas and balls. Yeah, nothing gets you ready for that. Uh, well, Karis, I'm so excited to have you here with us. Um, I w- I just kind of want to jump in and learn a little a little bit about you because you know you and I have. We've like crossed paths a few times, but Shoots we've never really hung wind. out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how did you get your start with drag? So I started at the infamous Quest Club 24-7. Um, mm. I started at a, or on a 12-week competition. Um, it was called Drag Idol or something. And of course, Addison Vontrell was the host then. Yeah. Now, later, I'm sure. And forever. She was running things. Um, and we did a 12-week competition, and I got to the finals, um, and things were a little goopy. I didn't win, <gasps> but I was added to cast a few weeks later. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was a really smooth, quick, wonderful experience. I don't know if I was ready, but I'm ready now, so I'm yeah. very thankful for the quest. It's like a, like a boot camp kind of. Yeah. Moment. And back in those days, which everybody says back in those days about the quest, but it really was like magical to be able to perform there every weekend. It was mm-hmm. different energy and it was really, really cool. So that was a huge compliment to be added quick. Yeah. What year was that? Oh my God. That was like, I don't want to misspeak, but I think 2013. 2013? Yeah. I've been doing it 10 years. Wow. A whole decade. Yes. A whole decade. Oh my God. She just hit 10. Well, congratulations. That's that's Thank kind of major. You. I just got like double digits. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if there's grass on the field, we can play ball. Exactly. I know. What year was it that you were Miss um, Quest? It was 2013. I did okay. all that in the same year. So I was like, this is going to happen. I've brought this up to you before, and you always say that I'm incorrect, but I still don't think that I am. But I mean, it's about you, so I probably am incorrect. <laughs> But I still remember there was one year at Pride, and that's where they introduced this bitch as a quest, the newest quest angel and Miss Quest. That was probably me. And she had black hair and did Katy Perry. 
You always oh. were like, I don't wear was black hair. Was this a different hair. era? I don't wear black hair. I started as a blonde who sometimes wore black hair. Yeah. That time quickly ended, but that lady was me. Oh. Me in a in a time where I didn't know what was a good look for me. Well, also that was like what Katie had. At she the had time. black hair then, so. yeah. So that was when I thought I had to have black hair because Katy Perry had black hair, you right. know. And we moved past those things. Paris <laughs> does not have black hair. So now you just do royal blue hair. Just royal blue. Just royal blue. I identify with that a bit though, because the very first wig I ever bought was a black beehive. And like it was harsh at first. It was wasn't it? horrific. <laughs> like every, any, if I wear it now, I still look dead. You know, I, I can't. I don't do it anymore. But see, when I realized, I mean, if you look dead, you can just go on Dragula. I could, but I might pass out, like Louisiana Purchase. Um, but when I, but like after I realized that that was not like the look for me, I did nothing but bobs for like two years, and I had a green bob, I, I love a, a brown bob, bob, a Hillary Clinton hair wig <laughs> bob. Some of those and were good bobs, but some of those were not good bobs. We had this one. We were we were always trying to do like when I say we, me, Danny. And I, we were always trying to do alternative haircuts on them. And so we have one where like the bangs are super <laughs> short. And so sometimes I still wear it and I'm like, you know what? People just weren't ready for this. We were so fashion forward. And then other times I look back and I'm like, oh girl, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> although my brows are probably high enough on my forehead now. Nobody for saw your brows. Yeah. With the bangs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was a smart choice at the time. Thank you. If Thank you can't you. draw your brows, wear a bang. Precisely. Yes. But a bang is... You know, a bang is a bang is a bang. And if you don't know how to bang out a bang. Are you really getting a bang for your buck? Yeah, you're not. You are not. Because a bang can become a problem very quick. Right. And you know who knows a lot about bucks? Who? Fawn. Fawn. Fawn's always bucking the house down. The buck expert. All all about the bucks, the does, the... (laughs) the Other deer words. (laughs) That's all I know. So, Karis, I think that you have a very interesting drag name. I often hear people say Kaharis. Um, oh my God, so often. <laughs> what is that? Why would I name myself Kaharis or K. Harris as if I'm the senator and wanted my initial oh, yeah. to be before my last name? I never understand that. You should do a vice president K. Harris number. I mean, I'd be a great vice president. You would. And then maybe I'll change it to K. Harris. But. I- We've, we haven't got there yet. I'm That's still working game. on the correct pantsuit. So, <laughs> well, how did you get the name Karis? Like, I've, I don't know. That's one of the most unique names in town. Thank you. So, I um, didn't copy, but kind of copied. You know, drag is all a big copy. Um, Genesis was the angel goddess, mm. and I immediately identified with goddesses. So, I googled um, Greek goddesses and looked up their meanings. And it has been such a long time that it's probably convoluted. Um, but Karis was one of three sisters that were, don't don't fact check me, but I think that they were the daughter of Aphrodite, and oh. Karis was spelled a little different because I had to make the spelling prettier. I think theirs was like <laughs> K K A R I S, but she was um, a goddess of grace and something to do with music. And I went to college on a voice scholarship, so it all just kind of worked. Oh, cool! Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm actually. She's a goddess who is. Um, has a pretty sweet personality and is musical. And the voice of a goddess. Yeah. I love it. G-O-D-D-E-S-S. Exactly. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. That is really cool. That explains a lot. I had never... So, oh, hold on. That's my wine. Oh my that's Lord. my wine. Y'all, Karis came in here and stole for me. Goodness. I don't want to get my lipstick on that. <laughs> um, so, 
Karis, with your name and like you, you figured out the like, goddess. Like, is that like a big inspiration for your drag, or was it like initially? And you've kind of evolved to this bubblegum goddess. No, moment? I always wanted to be the bubblegum goddess because Katy Perry was in her blue California dreams era, and she that is what bubblegum was to me. Mm. But then I didn't want to be one hundred percent that corny because I'm a little tattooed and sexier, I think, than her. So goddess was like what I strive to be with bubblegum and it just became my tagline. It's a little old and corny now, but I still get it. Honestly, I love it. I think think good branding is important. It is. It is. I think it's brought me far because I can't dance, but I can brand. Precisely. Yes. And if you get stepped on, it'll stick to your shoe. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just like dog shit. Yep. (laughs) What are you going to do with that shoe next time? (laughs) (laughs) And Karis is going to stick around with us for our next segment. We're going to jump into a break, but before we do that, we do have some plugs that we want to make sure that we can cover. Will you, Fawn, will you take those away? Yes. So at the time of recording this, you still have time to get your tickets, or even by the time this comes out, you still have your time to get your tickets for Roast in Peace Angel Face, which is going to be Thursday, May 18th at 7.30 at Birmingham Festival Theater. Angel, you are loved. Yes. I'm so I'm excited to send Angel into the heavens or to the hells or to the purgatory, whatever. We've got so we've got a lot a great lineup for that show. You can get your tickets online at BFTonline.org. And we are getting close to selling out, so make sure you go get those tickets now. It's it's gonna be a really good party. Also, two days later at Birmingham Festival Theater, we are having a family friendly show. Um, friend, we are having a family friendly drag show that is going to be Saturday, May 20th at 12 30 p.m. Also at Birmingham Festival Theater, you can get your tickets also online at Birmingham Festival BFTonline.org. That is produced by Flapping and Fawning, correct? Yes, it is for family friendly shows. Yeah, I mean, thanks to BFT for. encouraging us to do it and people like um i don't know the first one was so well attended and people really seem to vibe with it so i'm hoping that we can make that a more regular thing next one for sure let's make it happen and then after that we have on saturday may 27th we have karis drag brunch all-stars which your special guest today is the hostess of with the mostest of hello again and that's at 12 third at 12 o'clock at the stardom seating starts at 11 that night, you can tumble on over to the Firehouse Community Arts Center in Avondale for DIY Drag Show, which is a flapping and fawning takeover this month. And immediately following that show, you can catch me over at the Quest Club, where the show will start probably at 1230 in the morning. Maybe around two. Maybe maybe around three. Who knows? Yeah. It just just depends. Just give me my $100. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting ready since six. Give me the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a full day of drag that May 27th. That is a lot. Yeah. And then, of course, every the second Wednesday of every single month, we have Drag Bingo at Highwire Bruin. Highwire Bruin, how By you doing? By the way, shout out. That was the most beautiful venue. I know, right? I don't uh, get out. I was so impressed. It was hi- lovely. It's so fun. We yeah. did a brunch there last month, and it was like a great place. Oh, it was a great it was space killer for, for a brunch. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they should do a buffet next time, not a, a food truck, but... Yeah. Yeah. Either we'll, way. We'll it worked. But... Hopefully, my these flapjacks fed, uh, filled everybody up. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can get Flapping and Fawning merch, which is available at the link in the description of this episode. All right. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back with more Karis, the bubblegum goddess. And we are back with 
the bubblegum goddess Karis with us today. Yes, hi horse. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't expect that, did you? That one had a build up. Oh my god! It's this wine that's done it. I'm having to get used to this leaning up to this mic. I usually have a in ear mic, uh, but this will do for the day. This will do. This will do. This will do. <laughs> That'll do, pig. Um, <laughs> That'll do, fuckers with the two Fs. <laughs> So I, you mentioned your um, vocal training earlier mm-hmm. and, you know, I was in band in college and so I totally get how demanding that is with like having to prep your music and it's kind of like this whole thing of if you don't hate yourself, you're not doing it right, you know? So <laughs> how, <laughs> how what was that experience like for you and how does how do you incorporate that into your drag now? So I went to college on a voice scholarship. So um, where I saw the gay community was show choir. Wallace State community had the Wallace State singers that were infamous for um, some gays and dancing girls singing and dancing. So I um, auditioned for a voice scholarship and I made the Wallace State singers. But along with that came private voice, jazz voice, um, choral choir, which was classical voice that you also had to do... um, your private voice on. So it was like eight hours of singing and about four hours of choreographed dance. So how much did you have to like practice every day? We did every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, two hours of dance. And then I had about six hours of vocal and that was split between like group vocal and private vocal. So what happened to your dancing skills? All this professional training? I have no fucking clue. There was no professional training, but it was like a vocal review group. So we like, you're all going to be shocked, but I used to pick girls up and do like jazz. Wait, like lifts? Lifts. Oh, and I, I, listen, you meant that I will find you bitches a <laughs> video. I see you looking at me crazy. I did this. Picked up girls and often I would be given the thicker girls since I wasn't a dancer. It didn't make sense to me, um, but we picked <laughs> them up and swung them across our body and we did all kinds of stuff. Wow. That sounds very heterosexual. I know. Picking up chicks. really was. Being yeah, a I swinger. To, I had to be the male role. Yeah. So and that it was hard. out quickly. <laughs> oh my God. But no, like that, that, that is so demanding. Like, did you, you know, ever I, lose your voice? No, but I did theater along with that. I forgot we would do like after four o'clock, we would then do theater from like six to 10 and I did musical theater too. So oh, work. It was just a lot. Fun. Did you ever do musical stuff? Um, one time in high school, we had a musical that somebody wrote from our high school that was not very good. That incorporated <laughs> all of the choir, theater, and band people. So you were a part of it. I had one line. Oh, oh, work! Like you sang? No. Oh, do you remember I the line? Had, were you like no. a tree? Tree number three. I was a student in a classroom, and I had one line to say. Well, that was really creative. Student oh, in a classroom. We also had this like lunch times <laughs> piece that I had to be into that was like stomp, and like we had. Oh, like, cool! And were you a piece of ham? No, oh. I was just a student in the lunchroom. You got to, s- <laughs> <laughs> and I had like one of those like trays that we had to like bang the tray and like clap and stomp and all that shit. Oh my what? god, that's like Glee, but in real life. Oh my god, no, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they really trusted you with role diversity from student in classroom to student, student in, in lunchroom. lunchroom. <laughs> I know because better, I was never either one of them. You better those. turn it out, student. <laughs> to now, student in bathhouse. Um, let's see. What do oh. you, so, I mean, I know, but for, so that way the podcasters, podcast, we the, are the, the fuckers with two F's. So one day the fuckers <laughs> will know and someday their children will know. 
what is your daytime job? What do you do? So as a daytime employee, I'm not going to tell you people my name because I'm like a superhero, but I work in addiction and mental health, primarily addiction. Um, we do MAT, which is medical assisted treatment, um, which is generally like Suboxone for um, opiate addiction, or it could be mm. Naltrexone or Antabuse, or there's other options for alcoholics, but we do um, sex addiction, all addictions, food addiction it is very interesting and it is very taxing on the brain. Um, but it's awesome. I was talking to y'all earlier about how sleepy I come home. I don't do anything physical. I sit in a chair, but it is so much dealing with people's trauma and mm-hmm. life that you come home and you just die at six o'clock. I, I, I totally, well, I don't, I don't entirely get it because like, I don't, I don't necessarily work with the same uh, group that you do, but I, I, my, my partner and I, we have a pretty big distinction between like our work lives. Like he works in a nail salon for most of the day, which is on your feet, you know, doing something very like tactile in front of you. And I work in an office, but I think people often forget like, just because we're not up running around, like there's so much they mental think work we're not doing that goes into it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it kind of, I feel like equals itself out like okay mm-hmm. you've been working physically all day my mind is probably just as tired as your body is yeah so we're at a equal spot yeah we both take a nap and then suck and fuck after yeah. like everybody else yep or take a nap and nap until the next day <laughs> precisely depends on the day now so does that i mean that that sounds like a lot of hard work to to distinguish between like taking home with you and trying to like separate leaving it at the office does yes. that ever influence you outside of the office or in drag at all? Yeah, I think it influences me all the time. Um, I think that if I didn't have the experience in addiction specifically um, that I do, I don't know that I would be as personable or maybe um, as approachable. Mm. I think in addiction, you really learn how um, people are really affected by your judgments. Um, and there is just so much that, that people that are battling with dick, that addiction are, um, going through judgment wise is like going into a pharmacy just to pick up your meds or going to a doctor's office just to take care of yourself. So I think that opened me up to just kind of see that everybody might be going on, have something going on different and just opened up my mind, you know? Yeah. So no, I think that it goes home with me definitely, but I think that it's been, golden to go home with me because it's given me a bigger heart for Mm. what people might be going through. So how would you say that's affected your drag? Mm, I think my personality is always the golden part of my drag, but I think it's just made it better that I deal with people on the daily, you know, drag is customer service. First of all, for all of you that don't know drag is customer service, you're a customer service manager. Um, so Mm. it is really helpful that I do it in my daytime to move it into my outside job. Customer service is being kind to your clients, um, to the people that follow you. It's making sure that they get what they pay for. They paid to see you so many things coincide. So I think that my day work only helps with my night work. I think that, um, there is nothing wrong with doing drag as your full time. That's my full dream. But I think that a lot of younger queens who jump into drag full time um, miss out on the importance of like being at work on time. Yep. You know, um, 
missing engagements that hold you accountable. I just think a daytime job is really important to mesh into drag. Oh, I totally agree. So like, and uh, but honestly, I think I'm gonna put that in the title of the episode. Like drag is customer service. Drag is customer service. Like, you're so right. Like, yes. I mean, cause when, when I go out and it doesn't really, no one cares how I'm feeling, you know, no, that they day. don't like, you care how they're feeling supposedly, exactly. but that's what you want to give them. Right. Yeah. Like that's why you, you should go and like tip around and like talk to people yes. and, and make them feel happy that they chose to come out to your show over other ones that are in town. Right. Um, yeah. They see your picture just like they see a Whopper. <laughs> so they drive to come purchase or watch. So do you give them yeah. satisfactory service and Whopper or do they leave and want more? I give them exactly what they wanted. Yeah. I mean, you got to leave them wanting just a little bit more. Yeah, to come just back a little again. more, but not, not in a negative way, just because it was so delicious. It, precisely. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope I like make people laugh. See the thing, my ultimately like, cause I'm totally on this train now of, I want to eventually get to that full time drag position, you know? Yeah, and it's like, goal. If, if my numbers can reflect my comedy, then hopefully they'll come to like a longer form comedy show of flapjack, you know, like right. I get their pussies wet with the laughter at a number and then I can fuck them at a comedy show. Right. And I mean, that's another <laughs> part of like the customer service <laughs> side of things is you're catering what you're doing to your audience. You are. Yes. Because not every show is the same audience and you've got to know how to play to your audience. And I don't think that gets talked about enough in drag. It because absolutely like, does not. The stuff that I might do at brunch isn't necessarily what I'm going to do at DIY. Mm-hmm. Because at DIY, I know I can like let loose and do exactly whatever let the loose. fuck I want. And not let worry loose. about it. <laughs> Whereas like brunch, I know I've got a little bit more of a straight audience. So if I'm going to do like something a little more off kilter I need to pair it with something that is going to be recognizable yes it is catering to your audience totally I, I love that um so I mean you host one of the biggest brunches in town I mean if uh, the biggest brunch in I'm town. lucky I would say it's the biggest brunch in town yeah what, what has that experience been like for you that experience has been absolutely magical um, I used to be in Viva La Diva with a lovely cast um, but Viva La Diva had a fearless leader who was not a drag queen Mm. and we as drag queens i'm sure would agree that it is hard to have a leader who's not a drag queen you know we have a lot of needs that people that are drag queens don't necessarily understand a lot of feelings that if you're not a drag queen you don't understand so it wasn't a good match um it was a great experience but it did not keep going i would say because of the leadership um so i gave a little bit of downtime. And some people might say in a shady quick move, I put a folder together of my dream cast and I printed pictures and I went to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce and Cheech, who are the owners of the Stardom because they are wonderful. Um, but I, They take such good care of us. They take amazing care of us. I feel like Celine Dion every time. Oh, for real. Yeah. I mean, both times that I've done it, they, they really do take such it's good care wonderful. of us. It's wonderful. But I brought a presentation and I um, apologized for any previous behavior that you know whether it be from the cast or whether it was from the management but I just said that I really believed we could kill a brunch and I originally pitched it in the Broadway room which is um, Mm. it's a smaller room um, more like the size of a a good size restaurant but he felt good enough about it that we started it in the main showroom and it has just killed it yeah I mean wonderful lays like it's it's pretty much always packed out I mean, both times that I've gone, anytime that I've gone, like just as a casual viewer, like it's been I mean, really like, well um, 
received and like attended. What other brunch in town are you going to go to that has 200 plus people in the audience? No. Yeah, we don't we don't really have less than 150. If we have less than 150, we get it a concern spot, which I feel like is a wonderful place to be. Totally. Know? Oh, that is so nice. Oh my God. I love that. And, and you know, the thing going back to like, I know you said that it's like a, you've, uh, that some people may feel it was a shady or swifty move, mm-hmm. but drag may be customer service. Drag is also business. Drag is business. And yes. We're, we're independent. We, forget contractors. And we get our like, feelings attached, but you know, we go home with ourselves and our partner. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of partners, shout out to mine because Kara's drag brunch would not have happened without Kyle. Um, but Kyle is who reminded me that I represented myself and that the opportunity was important to me. And then we just kicked shit off. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Kyle. I feel like you'll have a very special relationship. Like we have, a, we have the most intertwined, strange relationship. I work in, um, well, first of all, he met me in drag. We could do a whole podcast about this, Ooh. but he met me in drag. And I remember the first time I saw him, I was wearing this like, <laughs> $25 leather romper. It was from, I believe, <laughs> downtown Birmingham. That was, well, pleather, obviously. Oh, okay. $25, you know. <laughs> That's when it was really cool to wear whatever was in the local stores. And was I had City Trends. City Trends. Yes, I had on a City Trends bodysuit. I put on a headband across my forehead and was greeting at the door like I was at Walmart. And I remember Kyle passed me and said, you look cute. And I thought he was cute. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I run this joint. And that's how you learned how to play with balls with nails on. Exactly. So he had a boyfriend. Oh, no. He had a young little twink boyfriend that I knew. Still had a lot of life ahead of him while I was ready for a life. Yeah. So he messaged me one night um, and asked something about an Atlanta show. And I said, why are you going to an Atlanta show? I'm at the quest tonight. And he ended up at the quest. So I broke them up. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, And then he got me into mental health care and got me out of just working at the quest. I bartended for like a year and it was a dark place in my life. So he like saved my life and got me on a different career path and has just elevated my drag ridiculous amounts he sews um he's a perfectionist i'm kind of all over the place so he can catch me when i'm getting off my you know off my target Mm -hmm. so it's a very special relationship i love that i i I had no idea you were the other woman karis oh i was the always the other woman (laughs) (laughs) the bubblegum goddess i was like who is this 12 year old you're dating (laughs) oh that oh that's okay and i i also I don't know if Mark is this for you, Fawn, but Danny is totally that for me with like when you realize you are getting a little off target, it's nice to have that person who can reel you in. Yeah, I don't deal well with it in the moment. Mm -hmm. I really do not. (laughs) Listen, for anybody that wants to be my friend, not that I'm taking applications, but please don't come and give me a critique before I ask for it. Oh yeah. my God. Or, and if you, know, if you feel that you have to, at least let me get through the number. Yes. Like, let me get through feeling my Send fantasy. Send it in a text the next day. Yeah. yeah. He likes to tell me right on the, in the moment, which makes me lose my fucking mind. But the next day I'm like, okay, I appreciate you. I see I mm-hmm. looked dumb. You know, you know, anytime I've done it, it's like, I'll message you the next day. You don't and be count. Like, you're my best friend. I'm like, I'll message you the next day and be like, hey, <laughs> can I tell you something? And you're like, of course. Yeah, I know yours comes with love. So I can't really <laughs> now somebody else, don't text me that. I would not yeah. suggest that. I mean, uh, there was a <laughs> there was a young baby queen I was recently who I really, really like that I was talking to recently and their partner and I was and their partner was talking about how they kind of do that for them. And I was like, if for the sake of your relationship. Just wait. You don't have to fight right now. Just wait till the next day. Let her take her wig off yes. and then do it. I mean, yes. <laughs> don't get her in the moment. 
don't tell me I'm wrinkly in the moment. Right. I what am I going to do about it now? Mark and I have a good balance of that sometimes. Oftentimes, I'm usually actually the grounding one in situations when Mark's freaking out. I can see that. Um, but Mark has helped me when I've been freaking out a few times. And then other times, just not been helpful. <laughs> like the other day so when we That's were doing a special relationship of two drag <laughs> honestly though yeah when i was getting ready for drag night at the nick i was doing my eyeshadow and i was just like this doesn't look right this doesn't look good i don't do a lot of black normally and i was doing a heavy black eye and trying to like lightly blend it out yeah you did blackface the other night is what you're saying Oh, not fond doing blackface again. God. again. With the mustache too. I'm out. Uh, Somebody get me my car. Oh my God. Y'all, y'all are going to get me canceled. <laughs> uh, but it like wasn't looking right, but also it wasn't done. And y'all know when you're doing your drag makeup, it's not going to look right until it's done. Yes. Mm-hmm. He told you it didn't look right. And Mark was like, I don't know what it needs. And I was just freaking out because I didn't think it, it looked eyelashes. good. <laughs> and I hadn't even like done my like lid yet. And I once I did the lid and like finished my face, I was like, oh no, this looks good. <laughs> What's the moment in y'all's makeup where you're like, oh, there she is? Lashes. Oh, lashes? Oh, absolutely. It's like that? Yes. Sometimes any I, of you that don't wear a lash, get it together. I don't have anything to say to you. Honestly, sometimes I feel it as soon as I've like finished my brow and cut my brow, which is early on in my That's process. Fair. The brow can do it too. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the eyeliner. Cause I have that really thick, like what I consider my signature eyeliner. Yes, you do. And it, the second that I squint my eyes and you can't tell where the eye begins and the liner ends. Um, that is when I know she's there. Did you do makeup before you started drag? No. You have a very clean, oh. concise, fresh face. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah, I always think that every time I see <laughs> you. It looks like you just left your mirror. Thank you. Oh, I well, feel like I've gotten C-F-F. really good at only doing that. <laughs> a a CCFF. CCFF. That's, CCFF. That's my legal initials. Um, okay. <laughs> that is so interesting. Well, uh, you're not falling, you're Karis. Karis, is there anything else that you want to talk about or uh, things that you want to plug? This is like yoga recess. You get to have whatever pose you want to stretch out whatever muscles you need to stretch. Well, I'm currently stretch. in downward dog, so I'm trying to speak. Um, I guess that I would just love to plug. <laughs> downward dog style. And I wore, you know, I told you guys I was in a gown earlier, but I have changed into workout clothes, so don't feel concerned. I hung my gown up. Um, Rhinestones. I don't have anything necessarily to plug because I hate when there's too much plug going on but i would love if you would follow my karis page or my side page it's sy i don't mind um because i'm going to be working all through june for central alabama yes. pride um so please come celebrate pride with me and with a fantastic court um, but that's really all i have to plug i love golden Work. retrievers <laughs> i always want to let the world know do you love plugging golden retrievers don't you go with me. <laughs> My God, I've had it. And um, we'll also make sure that we link to all of Karis's socials in the uh, description of this episode. So make sure you check that out so you can go follow her there. But she before- will also be tagged in all of our social media yes. posts with this episode and our next one that she will also be in. Wonderful. So make sure you give her a follow. But we didn't even touch on Miss Central Alabama Pride. We did we not. Have to, we have to get into it. I mean, that just happened. Like it That's a major happened. thing. So like, how are you feeling? What did you think of the pageant? I feel the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really though, I've been... <laughs> 
<laughs> when I started, like <laughs> when I started, dra- it is correct. I'm going to be honest because when I started drag, I had two Birmingham goals. Birmingham has a lot to offer. I don't mean to cut anything, but I always wanted to be Miss Apollo because if you were Miss Apollo, you were Birmingham royalty. Mm. Um, and if you were Miss Central Alabama Pride, you just had like the crown that mattered the most in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it a few years ago and the outcome I won first alternate. <laughs> so I came back this year and I knew it. I knew it was in my hands. So mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I bought the gowns and made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. But it was beautiful. The court is the best court I could have ever imagined yeah, to work with. Stellar it's court. Yeah. Court. You often wonder in my head, at least like, okay, I'm putting in all of this money and all of this mind space. Am I about to work with people that I'm proud of what they're doing too? Or is it going to be mm-hmm. cringy? And I'm yeah. so proud of what's happening with the court. So I think it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful year. Ooh, I do have one thing I want to plug. I forgot. Um, as a pride winner, you are, if any of you don't know that are competing next year, you do have to raise $500 for Central Alabama Pride, Yes, which is obviously um, something I'm going to do this year. But one I wanted to focus on most was the trans community. So mm. I'm putting Pride on hold for just a minute, but marketing with Pride, I'm hosting a family event. It is going to be the House of God X, um, which Ooh. is not well known, but it used to be the House of Goddess. But as I have gotten a drag king son, a non-binary um, sister, and a AFAB daughter, it's just kind of turned into more God X where we have all kinds of genders going on. Yeah. So House of God X is going to present um, a benefit. It's going to be at Black Market on the 20th, I believe. You'll have to fact check the poster, but it's going to be me, Fawn, my sister, um, my drag son, Twat Wyland, and my drag daughter, Venus. And we're going to have special guest, Darinisha. Darinisha is the <gasps> yes. reigning Miss Central Alabama Pride, and all money raised is going to go to take. Oh, I, I love that. Gonna, yeah. Is that going to be June 17th? June 17th. Yes. Thank you, Fawn. It is Sweet. June 17th. Yeah. And that's a Saturday. It's not a brunch show, but it's brunch time-ish. So have an omelet before you come get drunk. Oh, perfect. Hey, if you send the us the link to take, that, we will put it in the bio. I will when I send over the poster info and get prepared. Sweet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be talking about how to prepare for a drag show yes. uh, later in this week. Um, now, it's officially time for our favorite segment. It's time for our flops. Of the week. (laughs) This is our chance to go on a 60 second uninterrupted rant about something that deserves to be flopped in this world, no matter how big or small that flopping may be. So, who's ready to take on their flop? I, as the guest, cannot go first. I will go ahead and go first. All right. I'll start your timer. Timer starting. It in three. Ears open. Two. One. One and a half. One. Go. My flop of the week is people who are not fucking timely. If I give you a <laughs> deadline for something, I need it by that deadline, especially if it's agreed upon for it being that deadline. I second. And like if I like I'm giving you this deadline because I need, have this deadline for a reason. So I obviously we'll have an obligation and then I'm not able to fulfill my obligation completely. Or if I am, I'm going to be like really last minute trying to scramble to get everything together, which is not good for my mental health just because you were not 
timely. Mm. And like this also goes for shows. Show up to your shows on time because your show directors are then also going to be worried about if they're going to have a proper show that night because their entertainment is on time. Be prepared. Be professional. More than anything, be professional with your drag. Whether you're selling drag, whether you're doing drag, whether you're buying drag, be professional with whoever you're fucking dealing with no matter fucking why. And that's why people who aren't timely are Fawn's flop of the week. Paradot. That's how I see some of you spell it. Paradot, period. <laughs> I was like, paradot? <laughs> like the color? <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. No, I totally agree. This is something that's happened to me before, too. This like, is something that's happened to me within the past month. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it's it's... See, I have also been on the other side of it, though, where I've asked for something way too soon. And I'm like, I'll pay extra if you can do it. But usually if I'm asking for that, I have a good reason. What is too soon, though? Probably too soon is asking for a wig by the next week. When when the person who's making it is in New York. Yes, that is too soon. I thought you meant like months ahead. But but as a client. I feel like a month ahead is enough time. I think a month is I do, too. But whatever, you know, whatever you as the supplier say is necessary, you set that date. Yep. So don't you be changing it because I'm paying for the date that we established when we made the agreement. Mm-hmm. Just to back up Fawn. So I really agree. And, you know, if there's going to be any kind of like delays or anything, communicate them. Yeah. And more than likely, people are going to be a little more understanding if you communicate. Right. Also, if you're working them. with a drag artist, like we all understand that things happen, that how much time this takes. So, so please communicate. Yeah, it. but you yeah. have to let us know yes. so that we can be understanding. Otherwise, I'm gonna be, otherwise, we'll be left in the dark and we'll be fucking anxious balls of mass. Yeah, and I hate fucking balls. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I, like, I like sucking them. <laughs> I was here for a family-friendly podcast, and this is, <laughs> this is really gotten out of hand. I might as well take off my blazer and just wear my camisole. Oh, Kara said please. she was here for a We're family-friendly co- uh, podcast whenever the first thing out of her mouth was that she waxed her booty hole. <laughs> family-friendly is hairless. It, it, it sure is. There is certainly no hair at a family-friendly <laughs> show. As, as I gaze across the table at, at Fawn with her stash, my stash <laughs> sister. Well, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, it's time for Flapjack's Flop of the Week. Oh, I gotta get the timer up. Shit. And I have to say, this is something that I felt very... I've been taking, like, a list. Like, we had our, our, like, four-week break last month, and I've been making a list of things. This is one that's been in my repertoire, so I'm hoping that I can remember exactly the details of why it made me so angry in the moment to write about it, but... Let's do it. Flap has been like building things up and bottling (laughs) things up, whereas I've been trying to like go. So anytime we record, I'm like, fuck, I don't have a This is the most Scorpio thing I've ever done. Anytime someone pisses me off, I like get on my phone and I'm like, I've been like trying to let shit go. So my flops of the week have been like weak lately. (laughs) All right, let's hit it, Tuts. All right, are you ready? Oh, good. You should do a podcast. the best time. Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you. I love to talk. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready, buddy. Three, two, one, go. My flop of the week is why is fried chicken so complicated? You you go to a, a fast food restaurant, right? You want KFC, you want Popeyes, you want churches. Hand. Why the fuck is everything gone? Why do you only have like drumsticks or whatever? Why do you only have flats? Also, what the fuck is the difference between flats and wings and drumsticks? I will forever not understand. How about you have the whole menu available? Exactly. Also, when I come into the restaurant at lunchtime, what if we have food 
ready to go. Ugh. 30 and, seconds. And the thing is, I was angry about this, not from my very own local fri- uh, fried chicken establishment, okay? This was from one at the goddamn airport. If, if, you're, if you can't have chicken right at the airport, how are you going to do it anywhere? So, like, corporate, someone, please reach out to your people. They're not okay. I just need seconds. to know that I can get my spicy drumsticks, that I can get my chicken tenders. Honestly, I prefer boneless. So, all this spiciness, this boneless, the flats, all the logistics we need a vocabulary test because honey i don't understand and that is why why is fried chicken so complicated my flop of the week oh my god i wanted to interrupt the whole time i felt that (laughs) so much my face is purple because of that flop but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go there oh, and everything's you out. You can't get the, the chicken How about sandwich. Y'all like put a closed sign on the door yes. if you can't serve what's on the fucking menu. And also, okay, here's the other thing. I didn't even say this. We can't go to Chick-fil-A anymore. And we know that Chick-fil-A would do it right, but I'm trying to do the right thing and go somewhere else and you're making it difficult. You know? Hey, Zaxby's and Calera, I pay you <laughs> about five days a week and I had bad customer service this week. <laughs> My flop was gonna be about you, but I'm giving you a pass this time. <laughs> But I'm backpacking off a of flap, Jack. If you, you fry better chicken, you better just fucking fry the chicken and just have, fry have it. what's on the menu available. Yeah. Also, what with is, a smile. What is a drumstick versus a leg versus a flap versus a wing versus I a breast? Answer. I don't know, and I don't I care. I can answer. Uh, <laughs> thank you, our animal expert. Dark meat and light meat. Is that what you were going to say? Well, like the wing. Yeah, that too. It's so complicated. The like flat is the one that you have to like break open and it's got or like a wishbone mm-hmm. it's the one it's the like it's like double boned yeah the, the double boned wing yeah. the little one and then there's the little drumstick mama just give me some why nuggets. are you eating boned chicken do you love boned chicken no i would much rather have um like something boneless like i love yeah. a boneless yeah. tender or a nugget so where are you going just bust them out popeyes is usually my go-to okay and i've only been to popeyes once in my life i i really love it like they it's, have delicious it's so fries. good but it, they, they never have like they don't have, they never have like anything <laughs> and it's just like what do you KFC's have the Coleslaw? same way? I'll how about it. how about y'all fucking close? Yeah, KFC's <laughs> the same way. And I'm like, okay, so since all you have available is coleslaw, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have it, and I'll have a coleslaw. Okay, since we're here, since we've got to this point, but I hate coleslaw. It's then, disgusting. Well, I like coleslaw. Shout out to Twat. I like coleslaw. I'm one of those lovers. But then <laughs> then you want to only have coleslaw available, and you give me spoiled coleslaw? Yeah, what the fuck? That's what KFC does. Okay, oh, and, and, and then I've had it. Yeah, I mean, I'm done. What happened to the 52 spices and flavors or whatever? Like, come on. I thought we had a standard of excellence. What happened to a trusty chicken joint? (laughs) (laughs) America has a problem. What a valid flop. And it's fried chicken. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope people will resonate with it. I'm sure they will. All right, Karis. Are you lubricated? It's Hold time. On. I wrote three notes. You all got lucky. <laughs> I'm going to choose three one. Flops. Okay, I'm going to choose my last one. Okay. It is time for Karis's flop of the week. All right, this Fawn, is a PSA. I'm going to hold, but this is a PSA for all you young drag queens. Also, a lot of you old drag queens, but you tell me when to start. Oh, she's passionate. Three, two, <laughs> one, go. All right. After 10 years, I would personally say that I have a little bit of experience in drag. Maybe not the most experienced, at least an average experience of good drag. And what I have learned is that tacky Facebook behavior will get you absolutely nowhere. I don't want to hear how bad a night you had because you accepted the booking. 
Um, I don't want to hear how bad a day you're having because I don't follow you to hear about your emotions. This is your professional seconds. page in my um, opinion. And I think that drag entertainers should be a little bit more professional Amen. on their pages. Like I get, we want to, I'm watching the seconds. timer. Um, I get, we want to be ourselves and we should, but we should also hold ourselves to a standard with Facebook. My God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> and you can fact check me and go look at my post for the last five years. I've never embarrassed myself. So you all better stop. And that's it. And I'm at three seconds. So I think I did well. You did. And that's why poor Facebook behavior from drag queens. I've had it. Do y'all agree? Oh, yeah. It's been my, that wasn't one of my top two, but that has been my flop for 10 years now. (laughs) I was like, why are you telling me all your business on Facebook? Uh, I don't know why she's still friends with me, though. (laughs) I don't either. I just really love you. (laughs) You know how I am, though. I look at, I listen, though. I mean, I really don't post any. You don't. No, I'm just playing. Now I really just troll on Facebook. I know that I'm about to get like 60 deletes because all of you (laughs) that do daily post your Facebook drama, listen, I enjoy it. I don't want to be, I don't want to lie. I enjoy it. I just question. Why are you telling me? Mm-hmm. You know? No, I get that too. And especially when some so when someone vague books and... Get out of here with your vague And books. then they want to do the whole, well, if the shoe fits. It's like, fuck, fuck off. Like, quit quit wasting my time. Those right. posts are always pointed every, every single time. time. And then you're going to no get mad how much when they somebody deny. calls it out that it's pointed. Yeah. Or you're going to like talk about somebody after you've blocked them yes mm. oh my god sit down they have friends well listen there is a part of drag back in the day that matters is that when you feel something about somebody you had the balls to put on a wig you had the balls to tell the person how you felt so mm. how about you get off facebook and go resolve it in person exactly in a personal message oh, I'm, I'm grow up yes like yeah but now everybody will spin it um, online afterwards, but the thing is, I, you can't leave a trace with that kind of no, a gossip. You know, like if you, if you go and you're like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about this because this rubbed me the wrong." I think it has a very different feel than like it does. I'm gonna text text you via because you can't you can't hear the it's sound of their voice. It, yeah, and and you know that okay, they're being real with me rather than going and talking behind my back. They're coming to me. Yes. So yeah, no, I'm with you. Come talk to me. Yeah. If you don't like something, I, did. I mean, I agree, but you know, half of these bitches these days will still spin a uh, actual healthy conversation to be them being attacked that's fine and listen if 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 all you have to do is sit and tell me how bitter you are on facebook you should probably just look at your calendar and see if there's something more productive to do with your time amen you know Mm -hmm. that's how i feel i feel like you put or get professional help we all need it we do everybody needs somebody that works in mental health care yeah I don't know. I but just think no, it's a mess. No, you're very right. Like, because I, 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 especially this week, I was thinking, like, how do people have the time to have drama? Yeah. Like, I'm literally just, I'm constantly trying to make something new. That was a oh lot of God, wild right. shit this week. I, really? I'm trying to nap. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was. There always I missed is. it. There what? was some really cringy stuff, too. Wait, can we, like, hint at it but not, like, say what it was exactly? There were some words that were said on Facebook that are a little outdated that we don't say. Oh, uh, like the tea slur? look at me in no. mouth? So you can remind me. I can't read mouth. Well, yeah, no, I'll, I had no idea what you later. just said. Um, <laughs> and then just like some jokes that were not. The what if most... you say it and I bleep it? Oh, never mind. I know exactly what you're talking well, about. Well, that's yeah. the second one. Okay. The, you know the first one. The I first do. one was mentioned with that one too. Wait, can okay. you say it and bleep it? Mm, I'll bleep it. I'm not saying that word, but it ah. starts. No, no, not not the word, but the person. Which one? There was two people. There was two. I'll bleep both of them. You can 
Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. It was, especially after. Mm. That's that's rough. Like that particular word. It's weird because I feel like it's one that not everyone like you should know about it. But, but there, it's twenty twenty three. We should know. Yeah. Not to use that word. But the, uh, for some reason, there's some that I hasn't ch- cl- clicked I in yet. I struggle with that one myself. Mm. Just because it was so like I grew up with it, uh-huh. you know. I mean, I'd probably if I was straight, I'd probably still be like, "Oh, that's so gay," mm-hmm. you know, still be doing that. But yeah. thank God, Hillary Duff or whoever had that one commercial where she told us, uh, "What if someone said that that was so crop top in a skirt?" Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> if you were straight, you would still you'd probably still be saying that's so gay. I say that shit now. Yeah, it it's all more. about intent. I think it's different when when we as we as gay people get to choose what slurs we gay. use against ourselves. You know, but, I think that that is fair to say, but I also feel like me and Kyle talk about this often. Um, I feel like, which is such a sensitive society these days, and I feel like sometimes it's too sensitive, but. I'm down with queer, but faggot for me is hard to get into. That's mm. how I greet Mark every day. Yeah, I know you're chill <laughs> with it, and I'm so comfortable with you that it kind of takes I try the not edge to off. say it as much around you. Yeah, I mean, I don't like I try you. to be respectful. You don't hurt me ever. You could say anything to me. Um, I know I said that earlier. I hope it wasn't too hurtful. Other than telling me I'm ugly. No, <laughs> yeah. Generally, nothing offends me, period. But I know Kyle feels funny about faggot, so I guess that is what resonates with me. So I think that, like... We also like, yes, we can say them, but we also have to like maybe not like make it so comfortable that straight people feel a little bit more comfortable. Oh, saying like yeah. they you know can what say I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't make faggot a trend because that was a bully word. That right. was a really tense word. I don't I've, think I know a single AMAB individual who hasn't been called, who hasn't been screamed faggot like from a moving car. Yes. yes. Like I, I can think of like three times in my life that has happened I to me. I started just, like, being called it existing. in fourth grade. So. Yeah. Well, I think we've come to the end of our... Flop it's of been the a beautiful segments. episode. <laughs> um, but <laughs> we do have one more segment ready to go. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with some news and some drag TV talk. So did you guys watch All Stars 8 of RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, it's been one day and I, girl, I am living. It's been one day. Are you living? I am. I, are you not? <laughs> Welcome back to Flapping and Fawning. <laughs> Listen, I am a, when I tell you, and my husband will sign off, I am a diehard on Fridays if it's Fridays. Don't text me from mm-hmm. 7 and on. No, you can't come over to my house because it distracts my energy. Um, we can't hang out and enjoy it together. I'm not down for it. I really love RuPaul's Drag Race. Same. I thought the first episode was very underwhelming. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, remind me what happened in the first one. That was that was not the skits, right? That was the the first one was the group challenge in the two runways. The fashion show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, was it three runways total? That three runways total. I'm a runway gal, so I was living for all the runways. Were you living for all the runways though? I mean, not all of the runways. What were you feeling about Darian Lake's Billie Eilish? This is garbage. Okay, hot take, but I was obsessed. Fine. I thought it was just a mini challenge look, so I was fine for a mini challenge. All drag is valid, but not all drag is good. Okay, but all drag is not all stars, too. (laughs) No, you're right. You know, and unfortunately, Uh, they just had the all stars winners who had a budget mm -hmm. that was incredible. So now you want to put me in a t shirt and a pair of stretch leather pants. Darian. Yeah. And I really like Darian, but Me I thought too. that was extremely short sighted. I think that because a lot of people did like, uh, 
Kahana it, with the her winning Lil Nas X look. Like that she, was so I feel like she took it to a draggy level. She did. Whereas the Billie Eilish look was like, I'm just Billie Eilish. I'm just Billie Eilish on a sloppy, lazy day. There were better <laughs> yeah. Billie looks that she could have chosen. Yes. Totally. Or like, I think she, like with the whole spray paint thing that she did on the shirt, like if she'd done a whole look surrounded by that, I think that there is some material to work with there. Yes. But it was for me, that was a flop. Yep. Um, Huge flop. Were, were there any major fawns for those looks? Jimbo. Okay. Oh, um, Jimbo had the stiff Marilyn Monroe skirt. Oh, yes. 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 So campy. But okay, I did wish that she turned around, that there was uh, some sort of reveal there, you know? Yeah, it like, showed a little bit of her panty that it was just a stiff dress, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I wish that she'd turn around and it had been like an exposed butt or like her butt tits that she does. That would have like been fun. Do- like it does, if Marilyn Monroe had a pet or something, maybe the dog <laughs> could be between the butt cheeks. I don't know. I just think uh, that was the only thing that I, I was like, oh, I wish that there was something more there. I want to know fair. what their actual prompt was for the second runway because so many people did like specific people and then you had... Oh. Jimbo and Lala come out with these like that was weird. They, they were like OnlyFans oh, creators. Yeah, they had the word things. It was that weird. Lala look was oh my god, that was a flop. Oh, I liked flop. Jimbo's hair. The did, thumbs up on the hair. I did too, but I didn't see the thumbs up until Jimbo said that it was a thumbs up. I saw it. I okay. think Jimbo was lucky that Lala did one so bad we could compare and oh consider god. Jimbo's good. Lala it was did not it great. five minutes before it was on stage. I, I mean, Jimbo had good hair and Jimbo had a beautiful gal and it was just the words on it were kind of an afterthought. And they fell mm. off. They did fall. On camera, unfortunately. I don't remember that. The you can see it, but the, like, they, they tried to give a nice edit where like they zoomed in on her face when, but the, it's a, I think follow me or like me or something. Yeah. It, like the me was sideways started and started to fall. Off the dress. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Um, one that really surprised me that I liked her famous then look was uh, Heidi in closets. The with the I think it was like a Marie Antoinette kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a green. Oh, I like that too. I was a little confused on the face paint. Oh it yeah, was it was like, like, like a breaking. antique doll. Okay, like mm-hmm. a doll with, that was shattering. But I could have went without the face paint. Like just the silhouette, I got really excited when yeah. that turned the corner. I think um, she's really turning it fashion wise. Although I think she should. I think she should not ditch, but the gap. Let go a little bit on the gap. And Girl, chill out. It's not gapping. Well, into the second episode, I feel like is when you start to realize. Okay, we've seen this about six times now, and we're in the second Let episode. Go. Like I thought, it was great for the entrance look. It was and nowhere else. Yes, although she had the little belt buckle that was cute. Granted, okay, I think that. for the second mm-hmm. episode, if that had been spaced out her look for the second episode if that had been later in the season and if those are the only times that we saw it it would have been fine oh yeah i hope that we don't get more yes like let let it go don't keep stacking it because be be like adele dezim and let it go i did really like heidi's look that second episode i did too i did too i told kyle that after we watched yeah yeah Yeah, i I, I felt very future cyberpunk did you feel it needed the gap thing though the, her little logo? no not necessarily but, it but certainly also, like, not on both been, knees it would have been kind of plain without it True. it needed something i the don't know that was that was it needed that <laughs> yeah okay what are we thinking about lala re um i'm obsessed with her as always why i don't know <sighs> she's magical she's very magical i've seen her live she is one of the most captivating people to i've yeah. seen like perform the way she emotionally is just in the song and she doesn't have to do the splits and dips and tricks okay i hear this about lala re 
from a lot of people, but unfortunately, I don't think it translates to screen. I agree. Yeah. yeah. For I think me, she's gorgeous, though. I think that she's pretty, but even from makeup to fashion, I think everything looks last minute and poorly executed. I just don't, I don't know that she has elevated herself that like, in the way that Heidi has, like you see that stark oh, transformation Heidi from her has initial season difference. to now. Yes. And I don't, Lala I looks mean, the same. Like her dress didn't even touch the floor. And like her whole thing was like, oh, I didn't have the money to like the make the, to make Wait, the her garments fit. And now she still doesn't. The red one. It was, uh, the, the black that one? might've been the second Episode one. Two. It was higher in the front. The, it was a hollow, but it, oh, it, it I didn't was, mind just, it. It, was it didn't look intentional. It didn't to me either. It's so, okay. I'm struggling with Lala. Yeah, and and the thing is that with the format of this, like it, it she worked great on an initial season because she did terrible in the challenges, but we got to see her lip sync, which is where she excelled. Yes, but with this, she has to do well in both. <laughs> and now I just don't know that she will. I, I agree. I'm going to disagree with y'all on Lala. Okay, I think a lot of people disagree on Lala. She's got a lot of lovers. Yeah, yeah. The Lala I'm one lovers. of them. Yeah, because I thought she was beautiful. I didn't have a problem with anything she did. I thought she was very safe, but like I thought, like even the walk-in look, she spent a lot of money, obviously on the I didn't costume. Like that she put intro. that that hair out of a bag into a green ponytail, like stretchy band. You you didn't even tease that hair a little. You just put it in a stretchy band I ponytail. Did, I would have liked it a lot better had she not had the glasses. I didn't I didn't like the glasses either. And she's still pretty young with drag, right? Yeah, I just think she cuz could have used a little more cooking time. I agree. I mean, she's also got one less season between her season and All-Stars than Heidi does. Fair. Yeah, I I I think that uh, maybe she could have waited for 9. Yeah, and so also, I think it comes down to the artist to I feel decide like, is it their time. I feel like Lala too already was at a little bit higher quality than Heidi was on her season. I think Lala should have done a versus the world. I think that that is more of a fit for her than all star. This is it's just too stiff of a competition. I think. Um, okay, anyone else that You're saying the first the worlds are not stiff competition. They're no, not as stiff. They're not. They, they are not as I w- stiff. I'll stand by that. Not I mean, even close. There's a reason all the can- Canadian girls go home first. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm amazed. Kyle is super amazed. So I have to give it give it to him but i'm amazed by the difference in between kalana montrese oh she was so cringy her. in her season oh my god yes she's she's really killing it i still am not her hugest fan but she's really made a change i, I was surprised so proud she of was her. in the bottom the second episode oh the second why? episode was the, the comedic timing episode. was awful she didn't make any strong choices I wasn't surprised. They're gonna have to rewatch. She was the cat lady in the. I oh, really enjoyed the was, the challenge. I thought she should have been in the bottom on the cat lady. I thought that she should be in the bottom, and then maybe one of um, either Darian or Alexis for me was. Uh, Wait, Alexis. They they were together and they did. The, I love it. I love it. Do you love it? Oh, do you mean um? They did the. Wait, what's her name? Her name's not Alexis. Is it Alexis? Yeah. Alexis, Alexis Michelle. Michelle. Alexis Michelle. I keep yeah. forgetting she's on this season. Yeah. My bad. Um, but Alexis the thing about Kahana, I, I have done a lot of cat stuff, you know, and there's so much to do. It's just she did nothing. She didn't do it. She long. was kind of dressed like a cat. And that was it. like you could have licked yourself. You could have coughed up a hairball. You could have had your nails do something. You could have had like a ball of yarn that you played with or got she distracted She just spoke by. in a positive way. Yeah. I, I it was just wasn't comedic at all. Nobody's like bombed anything, though. That's fair. Nobody's Except like Darian and that Billy Eilish. That, that, that Billy Eilish was <laughs> rough, baby. I mean, it got a reaction out of me. So <laughs> I would. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> but go ahead. I mean, it was also just like we had Monica and who was Monica. on the bottom with Monica? Oh my Darian. god, Monica! Yeah. I was surprised look. James was not in the bottom with Monica. Oh, I thought yeah. it should that have been James and Monica in the bottom that episode. I agree. James struggled, but I thought James had better looks overall, which was another portion of James's it. James's runway for the main stage I thought was great, except for the fact that you could see the corset. I just think that Darian had two big issues, whereas James only had one. Did she have two big issues? She oh, did. Her because two, her both, her first two runways. Her two legs. <laughs> but see, like they were, my thing is, <laughs> Michelle was talking about Darian's runways and she's like, you've got to bring bigger than that. Talking about the Billie Eilish. And then was just like, like you're wearing tonight. And I'm like, she's got to do bigger and she's doing bigger. What was she wearing at that point? She was wearing that leopard print with the sequin. Oh, oh. she did look beautiful. Oh, in that. I was yeah, obsessed. That was great. She is beautiful. That. Yeah. I was obsessed with that look. Me too. Uh, did you think it was kind of weird that they asked them to do this like celebrity runway thing? Like I, I didn't really understand why. Like I would rather just do like a spring and a summer look so we can like see their drag and how it's elevated rather than yeah, show a- us another c- celebrity. It just seemed like a confusing. Kasha's um. Momager felt very Liza Minnelli to me. Also, mm. Momager has been done by Jan and Alexis Michelle, and then Liza Minnelli has been done by two Alexis people. Alexis Michelle and, and uh, Scarlett Bubbo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, and com- Hannah Condor, right? Didn't Hannah Condor yeah. do that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, w- at some point, the reference just gets old. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm a little nervous for Kasha. I feel like her cuts on things are very old lady, and I'm they're not send really. I'm gonna Kasha home now. Um, Boot. Really? No. I, I loved think... her in the second episode challenge. I Did liked you? her too. Yeah. In the mm. challenge, she was great, especially in the what she took over the monologue from Candywell. Uh huh. And then her in that as in the lawn service challenge. Yes. I thought I, was. I love. Oh. I, Although I'm kind of okay, my toxic trait is that I'm a bit of a sucker for a butch lesbian joke. I love a butch lesbian joke. Too, Let's all go to Home Depot and use our carabiners. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I, for some I, reason I find that very funny. I just wish Kasha for the runway for the second episode would have had a different skirt because I think the whole outfit would have looked a lot better oh, if it had a different. Oh, skirt. the butterfly oh netting thing God, with that, that, that terrible horrible. black pencil skirt. That was trash. Yeah, mama. The, the terrible skirt. black <laughs> pencil skirt with the black booty. She needed a different skirt and a different shoe, she and it would have been a fine insane. look. The look would have been fine if, <laughs> like, it was a different skirt and shoe. And it also didn't help that um, Jessica Wilde did like a, a, a far superior. Version. Yeah, I liked butterfly look. The structure of Jessica so much. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for structure. Now, I oh one thing that I wish that Candy had done. I wish she had ad libbed. Candy is turning it. I think you don't I, think Candy's looking on the good. runway. I didn't like her pink one. I loved the pink look. You didn't love. Oh the really? Pink look. I loved it. Which one was the pink I, look? It was the pink. It had her face on it. Had the tool with her face on it. No, Not the tool, but the. I Here's the it. thing: Candy's wearing a lot of bodysuits with something stuck onto it. That's mm. fair. I really love Candy's blush. So yeah. I think that I'm lost in her blush. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I really I haven't her liked it. up in that. I don't know that I've like loved any of her. I looks loved her so entrance far. look and I loved her promo look. Oh, though. I, well, yeah, but but episode wise, fair. I, <laughs> I don't care how you're doing in the non. That's fair. Judged That's fair. parts. Yeah, I 
wish that Candy in the skit portion had made a comment about her need for subtitles because like when she's just talking normally like if you don't have the subtitles you don't know what you she's gonna no say she's so she should have been true. like it's RDR I hope you're watching the subtitles because I'm your host you know like I will say hey, funny. she did a great job hosting she did do a good job that's yes. probably the role that I would have wanted mm. honestly I love the newscasters. I wanted. I would have wanted to be a newscaster. Yeah. I thought they were handed a delightful role. Yeah. It was really set up funny. And they got to be in two skits, and Kasha got to be in two skits. Yeah, that's, Everybody that's else nice. was just in one skit. Yeah. Yet, Jimbo won. And I think we got... Jimbo is going to win. Oh, I, right. I think Jimbo's yeah. the winner. Everybody probably should go. Right? Home. Yeah. Like, and I'm just thanking God. Like, I know that they asked Janie... Uh, Pangina and Jimbo to all come back for this season. And Can I'm we just, talk about that? No, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just so thankful that Pangina's not because I want Jimbo to win a season and no. I want Pangina to win a season. Me but too. can we talk about the Pangina Jimbo lip sync? Oh, the reaction? Oh, yeah. yeah. How could you? You know, they had to have intentionally rigged that. Oh, like, Pangina was waiting in the back for two days. They probably had Pangina on saying bye because they knew Jimbo was going to win a challenge uh-huh. early yeah, on. For sure. And they were like, Pangina, we're going to need you one of these days. 100%. That, yeah, that was, was it was like, perfect. It was perfect. And she's, have you ever considered booking her a brunch? Pangina? No, I probably thought she would be more expensive as well. I haven't. I would I would be there. I mean, we would, I would, I would have a love crowd. to have Panjana. I am high high key team Panjana. The second she was on the screen, I was like, winner of the season doesn't right. matter. Crown her now. Do you know? I think one of her secrets is those she doesn't know how to do a makeup herself. I've seen her pictures really? of uh huh of herself painted by others, and it's been beautiful. And then she went to like Atlanta and threw on a face, or on oh, no. or the. UK versus the world or whatever she was on. She did the eyebrow weird thing where it's blocked funny. It's because she couldn't do her makeup well. Aww. So she struggles in the makeup department. Well, we all have to have our faults. Somewhere. We do. We do. But makeup is a hard one to struggle on because you got to be able to do your face. You're right. That's right. why I learned that one face that I can stamp. Don't me ask too. me to do anything else. I once had a girl ask me if I could do her graduation photo makeup. And I was like, do you want to look like a clown? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know how to paint one face. So yes, you don't. I'm still learning. Many. You're how so to great. Fawn. Do makeup. Stop it. Get out of here. I just started. If you just so. shave that mustache, you could do some. <laughs> My God, all the things you could do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just too lazy. <laughs> Stop. What it. would y'all do if I just showed up one day without a mustache? Probably tell you to go home. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who this is. We don't same have your brand anymore. Get out of here. Cheech. Same thing Cheech said. Who is that? And why did, <laughs> where was her mustache? What's happening? <laughs> No, it's just fine. A little bit of Lexus. I feel like you'd go back to your um, redacted bar days. Um, to a little bit of Lexus. Back when my drag was boring. Well, is there anything else about All Stars Eight that we need to? We I would be remiss so. if we didn't talk about. Um, did you, I mean we're not remiss because it wasn't good? But did y'all see Monica's net runway? Oh, oh yeah. What do we think about that? The twist. I say in quotations. The shame game. Yes. I, I mean, I appreciate that they gave them a consolation prize is all I feel like it is. I don't think any of them want to win that. They're like, oh, great. Yeah, it, it doesn't Yay. feel as, uh, like the game within a game thing was much more exciting. Yeah. But I will say that I do appreciate Drag Race acknowledging all of the hard work that goes yes. into getting there and Very the hard thoughtful. work that people do posting their looks postseason. But, 
But I kind of like the the thing that RuPaul's been adding that's like, and what you choose to post on socials is your business. Yes. Because you know that some of those whores, are, they go back home and they're like, oh, look at what I would have worn. And it's like the most amazing garment ever. They didn't bring that with them. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And But I like that they're taking a page out of Camp Wanakiki's book and letting them show their runways. That's, I do too. Yeah. That's really nice. That should happen. It, but totally. Monica's look just showed that she was the correct person. Monica was just a wet blanket the whole... I wanted her to do she well. She did nothing for me. Me but too. But she did not. She did nothing. She I, wasn't. It wasn't her time. I really liked her um, DDF. I mean, her entrance look that mimicked my DDF. Yeah. Uh, the Troop was better. Hills. I think Hers so was too. ill-fitting. Thank you. Yeah. yeah yours was better. <laughs> I'm, I still am just shook by the fact that she basically wore a leg avenue body stocking for her net runway. Yes. Right. Yeah. It was very body, though, which is kind of nice. Yeah, so I, like, I hope she has something that that was great on bit. season five when she originally competed. Yeah. But like, I think she was probably the most surprising choice to be casted again. Me too. And it, it showed. I want to see Carmen Carrera. Oh yeah. You know, she said recently she'd be down to come she back. I know. I, I watched very Delta. I'm yeah. very excited. Me too. I very Delta is like the one thing that I religiously listen to other than this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I definitely listen to this podcast. First thing in the morning, every single day. Um, okay. Anything else about All-Stars 8? I don't think so. I'm excited. Well. I'm excited to keep judging. I am excited to keep judging, too, because they just announced the cast of Camp Wanakiki Season 5. Hey, look, it's fire. We are gazing upon the cast as we speak. We sure are. And so what we're going to do is we are going to spend some time in this episode flopping or fawning these DDFs or daily drag faces uh, that we see for each of these brand new campers. Now, as a reminder, if it's your first time listening to flapping and fawning, we have a very sophisticated system here for whether we like, dislike, or absolutely love a look. So if it's not our favorite, it's a... Flop. Flop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if we love it, it's a fun. And if it's the best thing we've ever seen, it's a fetch. Stop trying fetch. to make fetch fetch. It's not going and to it's happen. happen today, baby. All right. Well, we are going to go in alphabetical order, starting with Avery Goodname. Hello, Avery Goodname. What a modest size of breast you've chosen for this <laughs> promo. Uh, it's funny to me anytime so I met her in Boston um, when we did the preview party for season four and I was like this bitch is definitely about to be on season five because she was like talking it up with the sugar bakers and she wore her giant tatas and she like makes those herself Um, and it's like I don't know what it's made of but it's like you can tell like she crafts those Um, so I think she's a very crafty queen I'm excited to see what she does she is a standout and like from the minute you look at it yeah she's from Philadelphia Pennsylvania um and I also love her makeup. I do too. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's just so stamped. What do we think? Flop or fawn? I'm going to fawn this. Fawn. I'm obsessed with her face. Yes, me too. Yeah, absolutely same. It is a huge fawn for me. I love well. somebody with a good, strong face. Yeah, like, I see her in the top. Stamped. I think she's very special. Yeah, I think. I, I love a white highlight on a lip like that. I don't do it myself, but I love that cartoony little paint on the lip. You should give it a shot. I should. I feel like Karis would have a, a very cool, like, cartoony face paint. I love that. Moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, we have Dee Dee Comeswell from Kansas City, Missouri. Well, does she? 
Uh, well, she says in her promo that she does. Uh, oh, Dee Dee, I hope that you do something well after you take off those god-awful pants. Oh, you don't like the pants? No, I do not like the oh. pants. Did you borrow those from Aladdin, Dee Dee? <laughs> My God, you just grabbed a, a, a Joanne fabric to make those Aladdin pants and then threw a strange cuff. I can't get down. <laughs> I'm out on the pants, it, Dee Dee. It does kind of give me... Um, you know, have you ever been camping? Oh, yes, unfortunately. You know, like an emergency blanket? <laughs> yes. It's, it kind of gives me like she made that blanket. out of the emergency blanket. Uh, uh, that would be camp. It yeah. would. And I would applaud her if she made that. <laughs> However, well, if she made that in a constraint of time, but this was her promo look. So I flop it. Um, like this is what you're going to be seeing in every episode. Now, okay, but what what do you think of the shoulder pads? I don't think anyone's ever done that. Pads. That's my favorite choice about her DDF. Like, I think that is that was really smart and kind of. I like the shoulder pads. Yeah. Here's my question: Are y'all given as cast members this T-shirt and said, "I need you to make it work with this T-shirt"? Yes. Okay. So we're all required to wear this T-shirt, but okay. you can uh, accessorize it however you want. This is this year. I think in season four and season five is the first years that we see people really. really take some time to like do something with the shirt because i wanted to say i mean i appreciate the shoulder pad but at the same time i see a whole lot of innovation and did she just put in a shoulder pad yeah i think so but i will say i give her more props for that than others who just wear it you know with and like like when you pair it with a skirt i feel like that's not really going the extra true in my opinion um speaking of pairing it with a shirt (laughs) oh wait hold on (laughs) flopper fawn for dd comes well i'm gonna I'm I gonna, wish there was a mid. I'm going to give it a light fawn. Yeah, I, mean, I like it's it more than I dislike atrocious. it. atrocious. Yeah, but those pants, they, they are... Um, they are. <laughs> quite a but I, ha- <laughs> I have more angry words to say about some other choices, so I'm going to give her a light fawn, Dee Dee. And I appreciate that your face is very clean. Yeah, your makeup looks gorgeous. Yeah, I yeah. really appreciate that cut your pants out of this current photo I'm looking at. I'm really feeling this. <laughs> You should cut those pants from your wardrobe. LOL. And she's wearing a pearl necklace to recognize that she does DD come well. She loves a, a pearl necklace. Next up, we have Dixie Crystals from oh, Denver, Dixie. Colorado. Mm. Speaking of people who just pair it with a skirt. <laughs> um, it's Didi. a cool skirt. Yeah, I have that same skirt. I just picked it up from Walmart as I picked up my grocery order. Really inventive, <laughs> DD. <laughs> well, Paris <laughs> <laughs> is going in. The okay, I, okay. The thing I like about her look, there's a lot of things going on. This I, is why I spit it out. I like the hair. I, okay, I think that we had uh, we styled ours from the same wig. The um, you know, my puff like with the black roots. It's a the, little more purple. Mm, okay, but I, pink. But I, I think that's a cool. It takes me to a certain place, like an '80s place. Yeah, yeah. An '80s vibe. I think that she is a queen of a certain age because I heard that she learned while she was at camp that Reddit wasn't a online shopping um, app, mm. uh, but a social media platform. Do you know what is unfortunate, though? I don't see her age in her face. I see it in her fashion. Mm. Yeah. That is a good point. Um, I do wish we would kind of um, get past using Dixie as a name, though. Oh, yeah. I remember us, you, you mentioning so that. So did she cut it? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. So you're just saying in general, it's not yeah. a good idea. Especially like just with the connotation that comes with Dixie of like it was used to describe like the old South in like slavery days and not a smart choice. There's a, and there's a reason that the chicks changed their name from the Dixie chicks to the chicks. Sure. Yeah. 
So just like being a little socially aware, because that's kind of our job as drag artists is we've got to be aware uh, and agreed. not try to alienate any of our audience. Fair. I think that is a good point. Um, and because and while I don't necessarily think that is her intention, that could still be the impact. Right. Of, um, having a name like Dixie. I know a few Dixies, actually, now that I think about it. I know there's a baby queen in Birmingham named Dixie. Oh, really? Just I like, didn't know that. Yeah. It's heart of her first name. No. Oh. How to okay, n- not to like completely derail, but there are a few baby queens that I'm like, oh, Quit this track. isn't the best name for you. Um, and I don't know how to have that conversation of like, hey, and because I don't want to come off as this like, and then I'm not even <laughs> older, but I don't want to come off as this shady thing that's like, oh, I hate your name, but it's like, this is kind of problematic. Like, you should maybe rethink it before Current your brand, ones? yeah. Oh, and I wish I'll, we had a notepad, I'll say it and bleep it, okay. There's Okay, yeah. yeah which I, I don't think I know who she is, but I know her name. I just don't know how to approach it because I, I definitely don't yeah. want to come off as rude. But Especially like it for me as somebody that doesn't know these people. Yeah. Like her... <laughs> which we can bleep that one too. <laughs> um, I'll bleep this whole episode. <laughs> it's just like, be a little more socially aware. Yeah, it's just that time, unfortunately, yeah. where you have to. Like I get using puns too but like right now i wasn't really smart yeah do some googling of your name before you choose one i would just recommend. in case next up we have girl haggard who is from long beach california and girl do she look haggard oh my god thank you for saying it. <laughs> no i met girl haggard at the girl you look haggard <laughs> i met her at the austin international drag festival um and she was very very nice and like it the sugar breakers nice yeah the sugar breakers didn't really seem to care like about violating the end of the day. they were like oh she's on season five i was like should you be telling me this <laughs> but i i would hate to pay her lipstick bill because that is like a whole tube it's it's a lot robin I, but i kind of like it it kind of takes me to a place that coleslaw's did you know where it's like that very chaotic drag um uh, but coleslaw's was polished Yes. Oh my God. Also, I'm so sure cool. that there, I am sure, surely Camp Wanakiki, you paid for editing, but nobody harshed, I mean, excuse me, nobody edited that dirty, harsh lace. Do you not oh, see that? Yeah, that is. I wonder when these were taken. That was rude. I love the <laughs> big clip. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. That's really cute. Yeah. And I think her necklace says bye, which is nice representation. But oh, work. Um, I also noticed that she has Sharpie on a white denim jacket. Which, I, it, to me, that... I, I don't buy the Sharpie on a white denim jacket. It for like the craftiness of it. Yeah, it takes you to a, a very camp, summer camp place. But okay, where people fair. sign your shirt, you know. But here's the thing, like, camp doesn't mean bad yeah well I, I don't think that's necessarily what she's going for i think she's going for that like people signed my shirt look yeah but, but yeah, i just yeah. mean in general this hair yeah. the makeup it's a whole, it's, like, she's, she, she's camp, a whole experience camp i'm not sure how long she's doing it um no. i saw her in dragon i was actually kind of surprised by this promo because i feel like her her makeup has evolved since she filmed um they probably did these promos at camp i i'm sure yeah, but I'm I'm actually I should say I'm very happy that they have something like this, like the the solo promo shots that are edited along with the group photo. Okay, so girl haggard, fawn or flop on this DDF? Flop. Flop. What? I'm a, okay. I'm gonna lightly fawn it. I, I I understand what she's going for. I understand the point of view, which I appreciate more than just like pairing it with something like a skirt and calling yeah. it a day. You know, they are. So that's that's it's my. It's just fawn. a little too rough for me. Me too. Okay. I'd love the clip though. <laughs> Send it my way. Would you trash the rest? <laughs> Next up, we have Jacqueline Jill from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with her little cheese hat on. And honey, she is a cow. She got the milkers on her fanny pack. She got some udders. And the Crocs. 
I Don't well, tell Victoria Taylor. I love the cowbell um, cow print choker. Her face is nice and clean. Yeah. Is she an AFAB queen? I don't think so. Okay. She's just really soft. So I appreciate her pretty paint. Yeah. She has a very pretty paint. Yeah. Um, I, I, my, I love the utter fanny pack. Yeah. Like, I that love is the utter so fanny pack cute. Too. With that the cheese, creative. with the cheese cowboy hat. Yeah, totally. I wish she would have put a heel on the croc only because I feel like it's just like I get that she was going for a funny croc, but I think it could have been like. Granted, they've also got to wear these outside. True. During the day. Yeah. True, true, true. That, that makes it hard. So I think but, I have to but, think about that. Well, I think it could go. A I, think, wedge? I think you could amp it up a little bit. Like maybe add like the, you know, those things that you can decorate crocs the with. magnet thing. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe I, put cows on them or something. That would be nice. But I think she was going for yellow Crocs because of cheese. The cheese. Because of the, the cheese yeah. hat. True. And it has holes in it. So and, yeah, there was intention. And I love a fuck ass Bob. I fawn her. I, I fawn yeah, this I'm too. I'm going to fawn her. Actually, it's a moo for me. Moo. <laughs> over. <laughs> well done, Jacqueline. Um, next up. Okay. I love this drag name. We have Miss Texas 1988 well, from she Seattle, is adorable. Washington. I think so too. Does she have braces? Uh, Did I just catch that? Maybe. Let's see. No, it doesn't look like she okay, does. Okay, maybe I just imagined it. I think she's very cute. I think so too. I like her hat. Her. I like her hat too. I love her hair. I love her makeup. Yeah, I'm obsessed with oh, her makeup. Of course it did. She has, even though she's working in the forest, she's got on a heel. A nice, yeah, that is nice. A chunky heel. Yeah. That is wise. I really like this. I think that Camp on a Kiki, like blends the lines of being able to grab something at a store and make it glamorous. And I think that she has done that. I think so too. She, I, she looks fantastic. Something really cool about her paint is she does this like multicolored freckles. Mm-hmm. So I they're, think they're glitter. I used to, I did that at one point. Oh really? Okay. I was doing that at one point and I'm pretty sure it's just individual pieces of glitter. A rumor that I heard when I was hearing rumblings of who the cast was, I heard about Miss Texas 98, 1988, and apparently on one of her first nights out in drag, she was acting like she was the shit, and someone goes, well, who do you think you are, Miss Texas 1988? And that's how she chose her drag name. <laughs> that's that's awesome. kind of awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I, yeah, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, so, I'm excited to see her. Um, now, for this look, fawn or flop? I fawn it. I'm, I'm feeling fawn it. it. I like it. I think I'm going to flop it. I, I do think it is basic. Yeah, we've done a lot of the the just pairing a skirt with the a shirt, and that's not my fave. So, sorry, Miss Texas. Um, and funny, she's from Seattle and not even from Texas. Uh, next up, we have someone I think we've all heard of, Muffy Vanderbilt the Third, coming Legendary from Houston, Texas, from Instagram and Instagram. I think this is the standout season member. Mm, okay. Her DDF she did the most with Yeah making a whole corset out of a t-shirt Yes Lord have mercy It's gorgeous um, Her makeup looks gorgeous I think her polish is Kind of standing out well above the rest so I, I want to know I want to know how that wig is going to look At the end yeah, of the season Yeah me too Now you, you know they have a spring two of these Exact yeah, but same like, looks So in case you something Two of the exact same mm-hmm. So okay. if it ends up at the bottom of the lake That's why like I didn't go for something more structured Yeah Because if it ended up at the bottom of the lake I needed to be able to like restyle it Yeah In just a cabin So yeah. um, props to her for going all out with that wig I think she does her hair Maybe I'm wrong but I don't know I think she is going to be able to turn it yeah, I think so too. I, 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 and I know that she, like from doing social content, I think there is an advantage of that to going on Camp Wanakiki because you have more experience with what it's like to be in front of a camera, yes. you know? Yeah. And I think that is very helpful. Um, I also I like mean, that she did more with the shoe. It's a flat, but it's got like sequins on it. So I appreciate that. 
Um, yeah, Fawn, were you going to say something? Sorry, I cut you off. I can't remember. I got distracted. Okay. Well, I saw shiny. Is this a Fawn or a flop for y'all? This is a Fawn. Fawn. Same. Well done. Uh, Muffy. Our second Muffy of uh, Camp Wanakiki. Next up, we have... Riley Poppyseed from Columbus, Ohio, who is a drag king. He is slaying, I think. Yeah, I appreciate the, the close up way more than the far away because I saw how detailed his makeup was when you zoom in. Um, well, but I, I think the far away for me is a little distracting with the yellow. Oh, really? You can't see on the far away shot, but it's got like combs and pics and stuff print on the. Oh, well, that's cute. That is cute. And I like the leopard detail. That is, I yeah, I kind of assumed it was all leopard, but no, you're right. I didn't look so close at the details of that. That is really cute. Okay, I'm I think yellow is him. an advantage because I once heard that there was a study done where it was like, what color is your eye most naturally drawn to? And it's yellow. Oh, yellow catches the eye for sure. So, I mean, my eye immediately went to him. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like this. I don't think we've, I can't remember someone who's done overalls other than, other than coleslaw. Um, but I, I love on the hat, you can't really see it at this angle of the photo, but it's like a hat, but it has like his puff, like with his hair on yeah. it from yeah. the top, which I think is an excellent detail. Um, yeah, okay. I fawn. It's a fawn for me as well. Same, same, same. Well done, Riley. And him and Muffy are probably my favorite. Me too. Oh, really? Overall? I, think, well, yeah. I feel like there's I love, one I haven't gotten I to the yet. the heavy paint one. Um, we have two more to go. Next up, we have Rita Taro. Rita Taro. Oh, wait. And where is she from again? I think Chicago, Chicago Illinois. Yeah. We've been friends for a while on socials. So Same. what do we think of Rita? She looks like our spooky dookie gal. Nah. I mean, it's another one that's kind of just she paired a t-shirt and a skirt. Yeah, I think it's okay. I, she did a lot to like accessorize, like add yeah. to the skirt, but I don't know... I hope that her run on the show is more individual than this first costume is. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. It, it, you know? It's definitely one that you can move around in. So that's nice. It's a practical choice. And I, that's also kind of the struggle for the DDF is you want it to be uniquely you, but you also want it to be practical. practical. Mm -hmm. And some people only get the practical. But uh, what are these patches? So she, she added all these patches on the bottom. I, I think like not enough though. Yeah, it should be like covered. You in could have yeah, yeah, more obnoxiously covered. Give me that more. Skirt. Give me more. I really enjoy this frog though. The frog with the witch's hat that's yeah. on the um, collar. That's really cute. Yeah. Um, also, her merch design is, I think, the cutest. It's like it, they really emphasized her hair, and it just looks very Wednesday Adams. Um, okay, so overall, fawn or flop for Rita Taro. I'm going to give it a flop. I'm going to give it a flop. Okay. I love the brandy, but I think I'm also going to give it a flop. Sorry, Rita. And last but certainly not least, we have Tara Newhall. I'm so fucking From Fort Myers, Florida. I was Me waiting for too. her, too. I'm feeling her. And as you can see, she has this very 80s-inspired uh, aesthetic. Um, and this is actually one last week Fawn said it looks like the most basic. But when she turns around, you see that she tore a new hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, and I I'm like, it. was it from a massive fart? Was it from, like, doing your business in the woods? Or was it or something else? I meant to do yeah. your business. Either way, man. she is serving up so many things on a platter. <laughs> she is glamour. She is camp. 
She has a hole in her ass. She I is beauty. She has grace. She has a beard on her face. She's got killer leg muscle. She had a little too much fun with uh, Ranger Danger out in the woods. LOL. Ranger Danger definitely tore a new hole. Yeah, um, I think she's a standout too. And I, I also, it's a very simple choice for the shoes with the white, but with the, and the socks, but it, I don't know. I really like it. It's fine. With this look. Yeah, it works. If I could change anything, I wish that she had put a print on the underwear of the I hole. Agree. That like, could have helped. I think it yeah. would have made it really obvious what she was going for, or had like or a shit a, stain or something. Or give like a butt illusion. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. That, that would be fun with like hair on it. Yeah. yeah. That would be fierce. She was actually a in top ten for comedy queen uh, in last year twenty yeah twenty two before you competed. And she had this legendary Gorilla Glue dress it where she like so put her good. own face, but she was like the Gorilla Glue bottle. Uh, That's awesome. Um, okay, so fawn or flop for Tara's DDF? Fawn. Same. Fawn for me as, me as well. Well done, Tara. And I'm very excited for this whole cast. They they look very fun. And I, I will say, in, if I'm comparing to my own season, I do feel like we had like bigger characters and stronger choices in our promos. But I think that from the rumors that I've heard, there's going to be a lot of really good looks served during the talent shows. So I think there is a very strong top three from the, um, oh, I don't yeah. know, maybe top four, We're but I feel like four. this four right here. The um, center? Yeah, I don't have names yet, but the strong paint and Muffy are the top two for me. And then Avery, the rest Muffy, the Riley, and Riley. Tara. Yeah, I would hate to be anybody but those four. I think those are probably the top four. Strong characters, strong paint. I feel that way too. Strong identity. I think that girl could surprise us. She, something about her, like, I just keep being drawn back to. But also Dixie Cravens, I think that she, or not Dixie Cravens, Dixie Crystals. She, um... She's kind of I think she's like a local legend. Like and I think that she she may surprise us as well. Um in comparison to her DDF. So we'll see. We will see. Okay, so there hasn't been a ton of n- news this week, but the big thing that we wanted to promote was the protest that is scheduled for this Tuesday in Montgomery. Yes. Um for drag what is what, what's the name of the protest? Drag is not a crime. Drag is yeah, something like that. Drag me to the Capitol. Drag, Drag me, me to, to the, the Capitol. Yes, yes. Yes. And we'll have information in the description of this episode as well. Are either of y'all planning to go? Yeah. Yes. I took off work. Same. Me too. Just Same. got off. So I plan to go. You just got off. I sure did. Right in front of us. I mean, it's called flapping for a reason. Oh. Are either of you going in drag? Probably not. Probably not. I'm definitely going in drag. I bought a new pair of high-waisted bell bottoms oh, to wear with my shirt. Maybe I should. Okay. Well, do we have like a... Okay. Not that I'm in it for a t-shirt, but is there like a drag me to the Capitol t-shirt? There is. Okay. Will they be there? Will they be there? Like, can we no, get them there? Oh, you had to like subscribe to it on oh. early on Facebook with Destiny. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, because I, I saw like a bunch of people wearing them in Florida. And so I was like, well, if I do that, then I should just wear my like Camp One Kiki DDF and, you know, put the t-shirt on. With yeah. It. But damn, I guess. You could mess message Destiny and see if you could still catch one. You know? I should try that. I wonder yeah. if they have one. Or I, I think, I know Addison has like They're a bunch of shirts. So maybe I can just get a drag on a crime, make it, but still have like a fashion. True. Look. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to find a way to make that work. Um, but yes, I'm planning to go. So everyone, please make sure you come out. Use the this episode description. Um, this episode will be released on Monday. So you have tomorrow to get off work and come on out. But that brings us to... The end of the episode, which is where we close out with our fawn of the week, which is our chance just to highlight someone in the community or highlight something that is a positive thing for us. So who would like to start with their fawn of the week? My fawn of the week is to everyone who like 
helped me when I was sick this week. Um, that was very frustrating. So like big shout out to anyone who was able to fill in for me, such as Karis for taking over bingo. It was a good time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, thank you. And everyone told me that they had a really great time. And I've had a lot of people just reaching out and supporting, especially in response to the bills. So anyone, if you if you supported me in getting back to wellness this week, I really appreciated it. My fawn of the week is going to go to Robbie for always being such a professional, swift flyer, poster, promo editor. He has taking care of us with every show that we've produced with Roast in Peace Angel Face, getting us some pamphlets with all the cash apps and everything for everybody. He does so many good posters in town. If you need any kind of like graphic design work, Robbie, hit Robbie up. He is the best. Truly. I mean, he, he turned out those Angel Face um, programs so quick. Yeah. It was, yeah. I, w- I was like, we, we casually talked about it and he was like, here's 150. <laughs> My fawn of the week is pets. 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 I could live without people. I could not live without pets. Oh my God. I have two golden retrievers, but one is my extra special life partner and her name is Lily. Aww. And I wait to see her all day. And then she comes and sits on my chest down to my lap and just takes away all my anxiety. So my fawn probably every week is my pets. I'm obsessed with them. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. They're my, they're my whole heart. We should do an episode on pets sometime. Look, I can anytime, talk for hours. Anytime I'm like, crazy anxious or something at marks um their cat yolandi is always like coming all over to me and she's just like God, snuggles up to me and she's the sweetest pets know what's happening so true and don't forget to spay and neuter them thanks to everyone again for listening to flapping and fawning caris you're the best thanks for being here thanks for having me for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at flap and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.